Blog Talk Radio.
Hallelujah. <laughs> See, I will rise. I will rise because Jesus has risen. And if you place your faith and confidence in the Lord Jesus Christ, you don't have to be afraid of what's going on today. You don't have to be afraid of physical death because you know that you have eternal life in Jesus Christ. And just as Christ arose from the dead, he gives us the power as we believe and place our confidence in him that we too, even if we die in the physical, in the natural, when Jesus returns, we also will rise and be forever with him. How wonderful is that? Well, this is your Sister Pearl tonight on In the Word with Sister Pearl on Reaching Out Radio International. Uh, I haven't been with you for a few weeks. I've missed you tremendously. I hope you've missed me too. But I hope that you had a phenomenal uh, time, especially last week during what we call Holy Week, from Palm Sunday, which was April the 2nd, and then to... April the 9th, which was Resurrection Sunday. People call it Easter. I call it Resurrection Sunday. That's the day that we celebrate the resurrection of the risen Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. How wonderful it is to be with you tonight again. And I pray that you're doing well. I pray that you're encouraged. I pray that you're rejoicing. I pray that you're strengthened in your inner man, even strengthened in your physical body, in your mind, in your emotions. And I I just want to say again, what a privilege it is to serve you here on Reaching Out Radio. Uh, What an honor it is for me to be able to break the bread of life with you once again. And so I want to share with you, since I was not with you on Resurrection Sunday, I want to just thank God with you, I know you're listening to Reaching Out Radio in so many parts of the world, whether it's in Africa, the great continent of Africa, Asia, Australia, and the other Oceania islands. Uh, if you happen to be in Europe, uh, you may be also in South America, North America. You may be in Mexico, you may be in the Caribbean islands, wherever you happen to be listening to Reaching Out Radio International tonight, or whenever you happen to be listening, even by uh, just when you turn on and you're listening on demand, I just want you to know it's not by coincidence that you're listening to this broadcast. God has a plan and a purpose for you. The whole reason that he came to the world and he lived a sinless life, he allowed himself to be beat, he allowed himself to be sacrificed as a ransom to pay the penalty for your sin and for my sin. All of us, the Bible tells us, have sinned and have offended God. We've gone away the mark. We've missed the mark. We've, we've disobeyed the Lord. We've gone our own way. We've done our own thing. And, and 
God is a holy God. He will not tolerate sin. There has to be punishment for that sin. And Jesus came, God incarnate, fully God yet fully man. He allowed himself to take on the sins of the entire world, that the sin of the world will be put on his back. And it's because of you, because of me, that he went to Calvary, where he was crucified, where he bowed his head and died. But on the third day, he resurrected. How wonderful is that? I'm going to read to you from Matthew chapter 28, but before I do, why don't we just go to the Lord in a word of prayer tonight, or again, whenever you might be listening to this broadcast. Um, If you cannot bow your head with me, that's okay. Just agree in your heart. Um, And that, that we want to hear from the Holy Spirit. We want to hear from God tonight. I'm happy to be here, but it's not about Sister Pearl. It's not about what I say, but we want the Spirit of the Lord, to to just touch my lips so that I might share with you what is upon his heart for you tonight in Jesus' name. Heavenly Father, we just are so, so very grateful, so very thankful that you love us. You loved us and love us so much that even when we were not thinking about you, not caring about you, not concerned about grieving your heart, grieving your Holy Spirit, not concerned about disobeying you, just doing our own thing, that you remembered us and showed tremendous compassion and mercy, my Father, on us by sending your only begotten Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, to the earth. And he willingly came to serve as a ransom, to take my place, to take the place of the listeners to this broadcast, to take the place of every man, every woman, every boy, every girl, because we all have sinned against you. And yet you knew us and you know us and you still Though we were rebellious, though we were doing our own thing, though we were not thinking of you whatsoever, you chose to give your life in exchange for ours. And only you could have done that, Heavenly Father. Only you could have sent your son Jesus because only the blood of Jesus would be able to pay the price for sin. My blood in itself is dirty the blood of all the people in the world is unrighteous, just like mine. And we could never pay, no matter how good we become, we could never pay the penalty for our sins. And so thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you so much that you loved us so much that you took those stripes, you bore those stripes on your back, and you allowed yourself to be humiliated 
to bleed and eventually die. But thank God you didn't stay dead. Thank God that you have power over sin and death and darkness. Thank God that you did exactly what you promised you would do. You said you would rise on the third day, and that's exactly what you did. And so we thank you for that. I pray that tonight's message would be a a big blessing to all that would listen, that we would be so encouraged to understand that this is the God that we have, the great God, full of love, full of mercy, full of compassion, long-suffering, with outstretched arms to everyone who has sinned but is willing to turn their back on sin and come to you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for calling us. Thank you for what you did for us. Breathe upon me, breath of life, and let me deliver this word that it be clear, that it be sharp, that it would hit the mark, that the hearts of men and women would be pierced but also encouraged, encouraged to say yes to Jesus and no to the devil. Make us all a blessing, we pray, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. So the title of tonight's message is, He is Risen. Wow. Do you and I understand what that really means? Do you understand what that means? He's risen. He's not like all of these other false gods. I was going to read to you at the end of this message about the gods of this world. I'm saying that with a small g, trust me, because there is no other God but the true and the living God who spoke the world into existence. There's no other God besides him, Yahweh, the great I am that I am. That's the God I'm talking about, God that knows you intimately. The God that without him breathing his breath into you and into me, we would not be alive. I was going to tell you at the end of this message about all the other gods and where they ended up, the false gods I'm talking about. But I think I'm going to tell you right now. I think I'm going to tell you now. I'm going to switch the sequence of what I had prepared and tell you at the, the very beginning now, when we think about millions of Buddhists around the world today, uh, not only in Asia, but all around the world and even in America, but their leader, Buddha, was cremated. He was cremated. His body was physically burned on purpose, and his remains were discovered in a box in Jingchuan County in Pingliang, in eastern Gansu province the People's Republic of China. So when you look for Buddha, you will be able to find the place where he is, and his remains are still there. When you think about the, the millions of Muslims that we have throughout the world, their leader was the Prophet Muhammad. The Prophet Muhammad is buried in Medina, Saudi Arabia in a room with his head pointing towards the west and his face pointed towards the Kaaba in Mecca. But the reality of it is his remains are still there. His body perished the way that all of our bodies, you know, perish and disintegrate. 
Then there was a man when I was a very little girl that was alive in America, it, actually in New York. He had to flee New York eventually because of fraud charges. But initially he was in New York, and his name was Father Divine. He created a philosophy that merged elements of Catholicism, Pentecostalism, Methodism, and positive thinking. He put them all together, shook them up, and made his own religion. Father Divine's followers believed that he embodied the second coming of Jesus Christ. Of course, we know this is a fallacy because he, too, is buried. I believe he's buried in some place in Pennsylvania. But when you look to see his gravesite, his remains are there because he was not, as he told his um, deceived followers, he was not Jesus Christ. Absolutely not. And then in the late 1950s, another man who told his followers that he was, you know, the new Jesus, his name was Jim Jones. And he had made visits to see Father Divine more than once. Of course, Jones is also dead. And he killed himself. He died November 1978 in Jonestown, Guyana, of supposedly a self-inflicted gunshot wound. He was cremated because they had his dead body, so they took it to New Jersey. They flew it from Guyana, took it to New Jersey, cremated him, and his ashes were poured into the Atlantic Ocean. And there's no memorial of him today, none. So when you look for the remains of Buddha, you can still find them. I'm sure they're disintegrated into nothing but ashes that were in that box. In Gansu, China, Muhammad, the same thing. His remains are in Saudi Arabia. Father Divine, his remains are buried in Pennsylvania. Jim Jones, cremated, poured over the Atlantic Ocean. However, when we look to the burial site of Jesus, who was placed in a tomb in the Garden of Golgotha, which is now called Old Jerusalem. When you look for the remains of Jesus, there are no remains. For he rose from the dead just like he said he would. Three days after he was put in that tomb, he arose. And he is alive forevermore. And I want to talk tonight about what that means for you. What does that mean for me? I mean, how do I relate to Jesus conquering death and the grave? Different from Buddha, different from Mohammed, different from whoever started Hinduism. They don't even know who started that one. Different from Confucius. They can still find his remains. Different from Father Divine, who was not divine and was not our father. Different from Jim Jones, who proclaimed that he was now Jesus. Different from all of that. Can you imagine? There's only one. There's only one that was able to rise from the dead of his own. And that was the Lord Jesus Christ. He did exactly what he said he would do because he's God. 
And this is the one that we're talking about tonight. This is who I'm talking about. Let's look at Matthew chapter 28. And I'm going to read to you not the entire portion, but I'm going to read to you some of the verses. Uh, I'm reading from verse 1 of Matthew chapter 28. Now, after the Sabbath, it has been As it began to dawn toward the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary came to look at the tomb. And behold, a severe earthquake had occurred. For an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled the stone away and sat upon it. And his appearance was like lightning and his clothing as white as snow. The guards shook with fear of him and became like dead men. And the angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus, who has been crucified. He is not here, for he has risen, just as he said. Come, see the place where he was lying, and go quickly and tell his disciples that he has risen from the dead, and behold, he is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him. Behold, I have told you. And I'm going to skip down to verse 16 and read from there. But the 11 disciples proceeded to Galilee, to the mountain which Jesus had designated to them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him. But some were doubtful. And Jesus came up and spoke to them, saying, All authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to follow all that I commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Wow. No one like Jesus. None of these false prophets could have made a claim they arose from the dead. Their bodies now in ashes or dust. But Jesus. And why Jesus? Because he, he's God. He's not like you. He's not like me. He's God. And God rose from the dead. And I have some good news for you today. And whenever you happen to be listening, Do not be afraid. Just as the angel spoke to those women who were um, wanting to see what happened to Jesus, and the angel of the Lord spoke to the women, Magdalene, Mary Magdalene, and the other Mary who came to the tomb, what was the first thing that the angel said? He said, do not be afraid. And that's what I want to speak to you. Do not be afraid. Do not fear. No matter what is going on in your life, no matter what the situation, no matter what the circumstance, remember that there is God. And you have Jesus. You have a great big advocate who is in touch with the feelings of your infirmities. What does that mean? He understands and he knows full well what you're going through, what you're dealing with. He knows. And as I've been teaching for much omnipotent, that means he has the power, being all-powerful, he has the power to change your circumstances. But before he even changes your circumstance, oftentimes 
he wants to change you. He wants to change me. He wants to fashion us. He wants to shape us. He wants to make us. He wants to mold us to be in the image of his son, the Lord Jesus. He wants us to start looking like the one that we're following. But he's saying, do not be afraid. I know that you're looking for Jesus, who was crucified, but he's not here. (laughs) He's not here anymore. He's no longer dead. He's no longer in the grave. He has risen, just as he said he would. Promise. That's what he told his disciples. That's what he told all those people that were following him. He said, look, I'm going to have to, to die, but I'm going to come back to life again. And he did. And just know that as Jesus promised to come back, he also promised that he'll come back for you. He'll come back for me. He's not going to leave us here in this sinful world forever. Now, some of us might see death, physical death, before we go to be with Jesus. We might see that, some of us. Some of us are going to be alive when Jesus returns. I don't know. And the Bible tells me that none of us know when he will return either. My goodness. I want to read to you again that part in verse 16 of Matthew 28. Proceeded to Galilee to the mountain which Jesus had designated to them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him. But some were doubtful. And Jesus came up and spoke to them, saying, All authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. So what are you and I supposed to be doing right now? Well, if we're followers of Jesus, we're supposed to make disciples of all nations. We're supposed to baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. We're supposed to be teaching them to follow all that I commanded you. We cannot split hairs. We've got to teach exactly what Jesus told us to teach, that he is God, and without him, there is no salvation. That's it. It's not a matter of what I like, what you like. But... You might say, but Sister Pearl, what is going on right now? This whole world seems like it's going totally, totally berserk. Things are so strange. Oh, my goodness. But my encouragement to you would be the same thing that the angels told those women that were looking about what happened to the body of Jesus. Do not fear. The same way that he said, He was going to rise third day. He also said that I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. So he he did what he promised. He kept his word about rising from the dead on the third day. Also, he will keep his word when he says, I will never leave you. I will not forsake you. And then he says, In verse 20, the latter part of verse 20 of Matthew 28, he said, And behold, 
I am with you always to the end of the age. I'm going to be with you all the time. I am not leaving you. I'm not forsaking you. I'm going to stay with you all the time. I'm not going to disappoint you. I'm not going to run away. I'm not going to turn my head when you're going through hell and high water. No, I will not turn away, but I'll do more than that. I will see you through. I will pick you up. I will take you in my arms and I will hold you. I embrace you. And when we walk through the fire, we're walking together. Can you imagine if we would really believe what Jesus said? If we really trusted what Jesus said, that would be phenomenal. I think I want to go and just read. I didn't plan this, but I I want to read to you Isaiah. I want to read to you. Because sometimes we think that, you know, God is not around. Because if God were around, he would never allow us to go through this, or he would not allow us to go through the next thing. Well, God was around, and he allowed his son, the Lord Jesus, to be crucified. God saw that his son was crucified. And you and I will never have to be crucified the way that Jesus was. But we may be going through all kind of torment. We may be going through suffering. We may be going through persecutions. But look at what the Lord says in Isaiah 43. But now this is what the Lord says. He who created you, Jacob, he who formed you, Israel, do not fear. Here goes these three words again. The exact words that were told to the women that were outside of the tomb looking for Jesus' body. Do not fear. And again, we're hearing, do not fear. All through the word of God, when we place our trust in Jesus, when we place our trust in the only one who can help us, the Lord God, we don't have to fear. And it says in Isaiah 43 and verse 1, do not fear for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. You see, because Jesus is not dead any longer. He allowed himself to die, to be, to be crucified and die for three days. He rose. So the same rose Jesus from the dead. If you follow the Lord Jesus, that same venomous Holy Spirit dwells in you. And Jesus promised, look, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I give Egypt for your ransom, Cush and Saba in your stead. Since you are precious and honored in my sight, and because I love you, I will give people in exchange for you, nations in exchange for your life. And here go the words again, same words that those women got, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary, 
do not be afraid. First four words of verse 5 of Isaiah 43. Isaiah 43, verse 5. First words, do not be afraid, for I am with you. Are you hearing what Sister Pearl is trying to share with you? Jesus is risen. So because he's risen, he has all power. He said all power has been given to me. That was what he was saying in verse 18 of Matthew 28. And Jesus came up and spoke to them, saying all authority in heaven and on earth, not just in heaven, but on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples. All authority is given to Jesus. What does that mean? Nothing that happens to you has escaped the knowledge of God. Everything that you and I are dealing with, God knows intimately already. And he has risen. It is so exciting to know that he is risen, and because he's risen, he is unlike anybody else that follows any other false gods. Their gods are dead. If you follow Jesus, your God is alive. Very, very, very different. Very different. I'm so glad that today. I am thrilled about it, a risen Savior. I serve someone who has power to change the circumstances in my life, but more than that, he has the power to change me, to change who I am, all the things in my personality, in my character that are not good, that are not pleasing to God. God has the power to change that. And as I I yield myself to him on a daily basis, he is changing me. The word of God says he's changing me from glory to glory to glory. Now, Jesus is risen. And you and I can rise also from death and darkness and sin and living for the devil. We don't have to do that anymore. Christ arose. He conquered death in the grave. So we too have been given power over sin and darkness through Christ. Power over sin. When we place our full confidence and trust in Jesus, don't you know that this same Jesus is coming back? Isn't this a strange world that you and I happen to be living in today, in 2023? It is like none other. But there is still phenomenal news. The phenomenal news is that Jesus is going to come back. He will return. Because just like he said that he would allow himself to be die, to be, you know, to be crucified and die, and then he would, you know, raise himself up. I want you to know that promise that, and he kept that promise, then the other promise, he will surely, surely keep. He will come back. 
And then remember what he said in Matthew chapter 9 and verse 6. So that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. He said to the paralytic, get up, pick up your bed, and go home. And he's saying to you, as you listen to this broadcast, he's saying, look, I've got the power to deliver you from whatever is ailing you. I have the power to forgive you of your sins. I don't care how deep, how dark, how terrible, how horrible. Jesus is saying to you, I've got the power to forgive you of your sins, and I've already paid the price to forgive your sins. I don't have to do it ever again. I've already done it. What you need to do is receive the gift of salvation so that you can be delivered from sin, from spiritual death and damnation, and and, and be given brand new life in Jesus Christ. This is what it is. This is what it is. Matthew chapter 9, verses 1 through 8, says it like this. Getting into a boat, Jesus crossed over the sea, came to his own city, and they brought to him a paralytic lying on a bed. Seeing their faith, Jesus said to the paralytic, take courage, son. Your sins are forgiven. And I can say that to you if you're a woman, a lady. Take courage, daughter. Your sons are forgiven. Now, who could say that? Jesus can say it. Why? Because Jesus is God, and he has power over how Jesus was crucified and allowed himself to to be dead for three days. But what he did in those three days is that he took captivity captive. He went to the depths of hell and took the keys of sin and darkness away from the enemy. So you never have to stay bound by the devil. You don't have to do what the devil would like you to do, which is always rebel against God. That's what he would love you to do 24-7 all the time. But you don't have to do that, and I don't have to do that. When I follow Jesus, I have been given power in Christ to say no, to say no to the devil and to say yes to God. That's why Paul told the church at, at Corinth in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 57, but thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. And then in John, the apostle John wrote in John chapter 8, verses 34 through 36, Jesus answered them, most assuredly, I say to you, Whoever commits sin is a slave of sin. And a slave does not abide in the house forever, but a son abides forever. Now look at the good latter part of this scripture. If the son makes you free, and we're talking about S-O-N, not S-U-N. Therefore, if the son, meaning the son of God, makes you free, you shall be free indeed. The title of tonight's message is that he is risen. And I want to repeat, I cannot repeat enough times that he told us he was going to rise. And he kept his promise. 
And just as he kept that promise, I want to instill in you that are listening, radio audience, that this same God, to free you so that you can rise from sin and death. You don't have to be a slave, like I just read in, in, in John chapter 8, that who, who, whosoever commits sin is a slave of sin. Well, you don't have to remain a slave to sin. You can receive the Lord Jesus, and he will put his spirit inside of you. And his spirit inside of you is what gives you the power to say no to the enemy, which is the devil, and to say yes to God, who is holy. Romans 5, verse 20 says it like this. Moreover, the law entered, the offense might abound. But where sin abounded, oh my goodness, grace abounded much more. God's grace is not something that we merited. It's not something that we worked for. It's not something that we deserve. But it's his blessing, his favor upon our lives when we place our confidence, our trust in him. When we, that doing it our way does not work. Doing it our way is grievous to God who is holy. Doing it our way gets us in a lot of trouble. And not only us, but all the people that we're having influence over is getting them in trouble too. But we can rise from a place of sin and torment and separation from God. We can rise from that. We still have an opportunity because the grace of Jesus Christ is still abounding, even in 2023. His Holy Spirit has not left it here for the whosoever will let him come. And then Paul told the church at Rome, in Romans chapter 6, verse 14, for sin shall not have dominion over you. That means sin, when you place your life in Christ, it does not have the power over you to make you do the wrong thing. It no longer has dominion, has the rule, has the power, has control of you. For you are not under the law, but under grace. The one, verse 21, is such a beautiful verse, a verse with promise, a verse that was already fulfilled. And she shall bring forth a son. We're talking about Mary, the wife of Joseph, who when she conceived the Lord Jesus, did not conceive him in an ordinary way, but the Holy Spirit hovered over her. So Joseph was not his biological father. His father is God Almighty. And he sent his Holy Spirit to hover over Mary. And she conceived the Lord Jesus. So, and she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from what? Their sins. This is why Jesus came. Because we celebrate resurrection, we need to understand 
but why did he come? You know, why do people get so fired up about the Resurrection Sunday, or as so many people around the world call it, Easter? I, I don't really like to call it Easter because it, it does not really to what happened when Christ resurrected. Too many people around the world, they they undervalue Resurrection Sunday. You know, they've made it more about dressing up in their finest apparel. They make it about Easter eggs and decorating and painting and hiding Easter eggs. They make it about eating chocolates or celebrating a big bunny. This is such a distraction. Resurrection Sunday has nothing to do with now is the time for you to wear your finest hat, whether you're a man or a woman or your finest, you know, apparel to compete with other people, to to show off your clothes versus their clothes. It's not about eating chocolates. It's not about celebrating the, the, a big bunny. The resurrection of Christ, if understood accurately, would cause every man and woman alive on the earth to rejoice giving God the highest praise possible. No words can adequately describe, nor can they express all that Christ resurrecting from the dead means for you and means for me. Hmm. May God help us in this hour, to focus, to understand how huge a day that was that Jesus literally resurrected from the dead. And as I said so many times tonight and during this message, so how does that affect you and me? It affects you and me in that we know that Jesus conquered sin, death, and the grave. He overcame it. And because he overcame sin, death, and the grave, you and I, when we place our trust in him, we are no longer enslaved like I shared before. We are no longer having to sin. We, too, can be delivered from living a sinful life. We too can be made alive in Jesus Christ. Because I'm going to tell you the truth. If we're not following Jesus, if we're not born again, like I've taught about so many times, born from above, if we don't have our sins forgiven, then, wow, there's no hope. It's pretty hopeless. There is great hope. Because of Jesus and the fact that he arose from the dead. And he can take your life, no matter how dead it looks, no matter how horrible it looks, no matter how, you know, you have detoured away from the call of God on your life. And you might say, well, what do you mean? What do you mean, Sister Pearl, the call of God on my life? Everybody who's alive, you're alive. You know, 
Do you know why you're alive? Do you have a clue as to why you're alive? You're not just alive to get up, take a shower, put on clothes, eat your breakfast, go to work, go to school, or do whatever you were going to do, go on vacation. You're not alive just for that. You're alive to reflect the presence of God. You're to be a reflection of Jesus. You're to have relationship with Christ. And so if you don't feel fulfilled, that's why you don't feel fulfilled, because you're so far away from the purpose and the plan that God placed you on planet Earth in the first place. Why do you think that so many people have to fill up their lives with entertainment? They go from one, seeking one adventure to the next adventure. You know, if they're climbing mountains, they want to climb from this mountain now to go to a higher mountain. Uh, if they if they go diving, they want to go even deeper in the depths of the ocean. If they go flying, they want to not just fly in an airplane, they want to jump from an airplane. We're always looking for something to bring satisfaction to our lives. And the reason that is, is because apart from Jesus Christ, apart from you abiding in the vine, apart from you being connected to him, you're going to always be looking for some way to fill that emptiness and that void in your life because you're spiritually dead. I hate to say it as bluntly as that, but I need to say it exactly like that. You and I were dead in our trespasses and sins. That's it. And that's how come Jesus' resurrection is so important to you and to me because he arose and we don't have to stay dead. This is in sins. We can turn our lives over to Jesus. We can let him now be the one that's the master and the ruler and the Lord and the savior and the director and the leader of our lives. We can let him take control. We can release the control and hand it over to him. And he makes us alive in him. We're no longer dead in trespasses and sins and in darkness, but alive in Jesus Christ. And the same way he arose, you and I can arise. Don't let the devil tell you that you know you. She's talking about other people, but certainly not talking to you. You've done too much, and God knows. Yeah, God does know. God knows exactly what you did. And as horrific as it is, God allowed you to live. He allowed you to be alive. He allowed you to hear this message that he is risen. And he wants, to, he wants you to rise as well. Rise from sin and filth and muck and mire, rise from the place of being a slave 
He wants to give you freedom. He wants to set you free. He wants to break your chains. He wants to break the, 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 the ties that bind you and keep you suffocated, tormented, unhappy, no joy, no peace. Jesus wants to set you free. And he can. He's the only one who can. And as you continue to listen to the broadcast on Reaching Out Radio International, to this broadcast as well as the other programs that Evangelist Montel Fields has, you will see how you can live an abundant life in Jesus. You don't have to be a slave to the devil any longer. You don't have to be a slave to sin. You don't have to do the things that you hate about yourself. You don't have to do that anymore because of Jesus. And then I talked about do not have fear. Do not be afraid. I talked about arose and conquers death. And he conquered the grave and he wants to give you the power over sin and the grave. Because you let me tell you something. When you and I die in the natural, we instantly are forever in the presence of God because we've been given eternal life. And eternal life does not begin after we die, close our eyes in death. No, eternal life begins the moment we surrender our lives to Jesus. We repent of our sins and we have Jesus come and live inside of us. We have eternal life from that moment up. Well, I have eternal life right now. And boy, is eternal life going to look better when Jesus returns. And so I want to leave you with this. That the same Jesus who said that he was going to arrive, and he did so, unlike all those false gods, he said he's coming back. You better believe that he is coming back. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 24, Verse 30, and then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in the sky, and then all the tribes of the earth will mourn, and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of the sky with power and great glory. Just like he said he was going to rise, he also said, I'm coming back. And verse 31, and he will send forth his angels with a great trumpet blast, and they will gather together his elect from the four winds of the one end of the sky to the other. You know, there's so many false cults today that they claim that Jesus has already returned. Don't believe that. Jesus even said that. He said, don't believe what they think. Go here and go there and go the next place because Jesus did. No. We're all going to know when Jesus comes back. It's not going to be any secret. There's not going to be any hidden Jesus in some corner in some remote area of China or someplace else. No, Jesus has not returned yet. When he returns, we're going to know. We're going to know. The Bible says he'll come with a great trumpet blast. That's clear. So we will know. Now, do we know when he's coming back? No, we don't. So we've got to live ready. We've got to live ready. We've got to be right with God. I'm going to take the last three minutes of this broadcast, and I'm going to pray with you. I'm going to pray for you. I want Jesus to be risen in your life, just like he's risen in mine. 
He rose physically from the dead, but he also is alive in me by his Holy Spirit. And he wants to be alive in you as well. If you believe that Jesus was raised, the Father raised Jesus from the dead, and that he's coming back, then I want you to repeat after me so that you can give your life to Jesus and you can rise from sin and spiritual darkness and death to new life in Jesus Christ. If that's you, just repeat after me. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I come. I come humbly. I recognize that I'm a sinner and that I've strayed far from you. You to forgive me of all my sins. Wash me in the blood that Jesus shed for me on Calvary's cross. I invite your Holy Spirit to come and live inside of me. Thank you, Lord, for hearing my prayer. Thank you, Lord, that now I belong to you. Help me to follow you, to know you, to love you, and to live in a way that is pleasing to you, Father. Thank you that I don't do this in my own strength, but that you give me your Holy Spirit that will lead me to do everything to please you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Now, if you prayed that prayer and you believe that it was real, it was genuine, then you have entered into the kingdom of God. And I'm so happy about it. Will you just drop a line and reach out to Evangelist Montel Fields? Let her know that you heard this broadcast and that you prayed along with Sister Pearl and that you have given your life to Jesus because we want to pray with you. We pray for you anyway, but we want to pray with you especially. And for those of you that already know the Lord, be encouraged because just as we heard in that song, I will rise again. You're going to rise again when Jesus comes back. Even if you're in that grave and you're physically dead, you will rise again with Jesus. And if you happen to be alive when he comes, then you'll be caught up with him. And so be blessed. Know that the Lord loves you very much. Your sister Pearl loves you. And may God keep you close to him. Until next time, God bless you. Love you. Bye-bye.